Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's get into the word. Uh, praise God. Uh, I trust God. This is a six-week journey. Praise God. We started last week finishing well. Praise God. Somebody say finish well. Praise God. And we learned from last week that God is the beginning and the end. Praise God. So the beginning does not really, it's not a big deal because everybody can begin. Yesterday, last week, we established that even fools can begin something. Praise God. Bible says there were five virgins who were foolish. They also began something. Praise God. But it is the finish. Praise God. It is the end. I said last week that you cannot afford to make a mistake at the end. Praise God. Because you might not be able to recover. Praise God. And I cited an example of an athlete, a 100-meter sprinter. Until they cross the line, they do not celebrate. Praise God. Hallelujah. You cannot make a mistake at the end. You will not have room to recover. But God is the God of the beginnings. In the beginnings, you can make mistakes. You can make errors. You are allowed to get back again to the drawing board and keep going and keep doing. Bible says the righteous shall fall seven times and he will get up again. It's all part of our beginnings. Praise God. Praise God. So, in the beginning, you can make a mistake. Praise God. You can recover. Amen. You can recover. From your many of us have made mistakes in our lives. Many of us have made mistakes in our life, but we did not stay in our mistake. We recovered and we got up again and we started again. Praise God. So it is not the beginning that is a big deal, but it is the end. And many of us can begin, but many of us cannot also end well. So finishing well. The trust of this message is to be able to begin and to end well. Somebody say, finish strong. I believe there's a song entitled, Strong Finish. Amen. Strong finish. So, you, you finish well. And finishing well is finishing strong. Amen. It, it means that you, you, you are accomplishing the very things that was earmarked for you or set in advance for you. Amen. You, you, are, you are doing it to the end and faithfully accomplish it to the end. Somebody say amen. But today I want to show you some few things concerning Jesus. We will start with Jesus before we get into our message of the, the preparation. Amen. And as I, I prepared for this series, as the Lord was leading me to put this thing together, he said that to finish well and to finish strong, the, the example Christ set for us is the one that we should look up to. Amen. And if Christ finished well and finished strong, we can also, he set us an example that it is possible to finish well. Somebody say, it is possible to finish well. And turn to the other neighbor and say, it is possible to finish strong. Maybe you think that that has 
always been or it is a family tradition that anything that gets started, it's never completed. And you find yourself in such a family that you think that you begin to fear any time you begin to do a thing. Because you can see the track record in your family. That any good thing that is started, either the person who started it is died at a very early age or something terrible happened to them to cause them to stop whatever good they are doing. So many of us become afraid to even start. You've got dreams, you've got vision, you've got aspiration, but you fear that maybe if you start to do something, maybe history in your family will visit you. So even though you have the capacity and the ability and the resources to do it, you withhold yourself because of fear. Somebody say, finish well. But Christ is set for us an example that it is possible to start and it is possible to finish and to finish well. Somebody say, I will finish well. Hallelujah. We said to finish is to bring to an end or to completion. Amen. And that includes your dreams, your visions, and aspirations. What are the things you dream about? Beloved, don't cast away your dreams. Even though it appears that nothing positive is coming out of it. Your aspiration, don't abandon it. I'm trying to pick up a word Dickness Betty used in the prayer today. Don't abort that dream. Don't abort that aspiration. Beloved, sometimes it appears that it is only aspiration, but don't abort it. It is possible to leave that aspiration. It is possible to, to make that dream happen. Because we serve a God who is the beginning and the ending. So whatsoever we commit to his hands, what he begins with us, he is faithful to finish with us. And if he finish with us, we are guaranteed that we will finish well. I see a people who finish well. Oh, I said, I see a people who finish well. Your degrees, you will finish well. Your career, you will finish well. Your marriage, you will finish well. 
your businesses you finish well not just a business but your businesses i see a people who not just have one business but multi-businesses and you do well and finish well in the mighty name of jesus i see a people whose dream will be accomplished in the mighty name of jesus who do great and mighty things that has never been done in their family. If you believe you are the one, shout amen. amen. Beloved, Christ set us an example in our journey to finish well. There are always distractions and things to derail us from our purpose our assignment, our destiny, or our goal of finishing well and finishing strong. Are you receiving something for today? So if you've got your Bibles, come with me to the book of Matthew chapter number 4. Thank you, Jesus. Before we get to Matthew, can we go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, 24? 1 Corinthians 9, 24. The Bible says, do you not Know that in a race, all the runners run their very best to win. Amen. In a race, nobody enters into a race to come last. We just had Commonwealth Games ended in Birmingham. Praise God. And I believe all the athletes, all the people who participated in it, they all went with a vision to win gold for their country. Amen. They all prepare and they run their very best. Amen. That is what the Bible is saying. They run their very best. Is this your best? Ask yourself. In the race of life, is this your best? What you are doing in the house of God, is this your best? What you are doing in your career, is this your best? That you go to the office anytime that you want. And you leave anytime you want. Is that your best? In your degree, is that your best you are doing? Realize that at the end of your course, there are classes to be awarded. I believe everybody that goes to uni goes with the, the zeal that I might finish and maybe be honored, awarded a first class degree. But not everybody gets that. Those who made the first class and those who made the third class 
The difference is preparation. They all qualify to be in the university. But some might have spent more time in the library than others. My history lecturer always told us in lectures, when we were misbehaving in lectures, he always, I've never forgotten this, he always said, time of reckoning will come. And when the time of reckoning comes, I'll be the one making all the shouts. And true to what he said, Ezra's time was our time of reckoning. And he would come around and he's smiling. Rich. I mean, and we were sweating. There is always a time of reckoning. But when the time of reckoning comes, is this your best? Amen. He says that in order to run to win, we must do our best. Three days ago, I was speaking to some of my sons and daughters, praise God, who had done their GCSEs, and uh, one came with seven A's. Amen. Seven A's. And I was speaking to her, congratulating her, and said, Pastor, I put the work into it, and it paid off. Adam also uh, made straight A's. He also had Pastor, I'm so glad I put in a lot of work and by the grace of God I made a grace. And we couldn't be so proud of them. They finished well. Amen. They finished strong. They prepared. <laughs> Praise God. They prepared. They put in the work. Praise God. And they, they finish well. Bible said to run to win, you must do your best. And many a times we hide and refuse to do our best. Minister Phyllis sat in church day in and day out. He came to church day in and day out. We finish, you go. You finish, you go. But he was sitting on such an amazing giftings and talent. Until one day, workers meeting, he said, Pastor, I'm going to do this. And he has never slacked. He has done more than I imagined he could do. And there are many of you in church, you are sitting on talent and ability, giftings. But every day you come and you go. Is this your best? Every day you come and you go. Pastor doesn't know I have got this talent. If he's truly a man of God, he should know that I'm gifted in these areas. And he will use me in those. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. Amen. But the one who is to run to win must do their best. How is your best? Amen. But only one receives the price. Run your race in such a way that you may seize the price 
and make it yours. And how do you see the price? You run your best. Are you receiving something for today? Now, let's go to Hebrews chapter number 12. I, I want to lay these foundations so that when we get into Matthew, we will begin to run with this. Praise God. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God, absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance. Amen. Let us run with endurance and an active persistence the race that is set before us. How many of us have heard the phrase, life is not a race? Usually, we hide and lazy about this phrase and do nothing. And we say, life is not a race. But indirectly and unnoticeably, life in itself is a race. We are racing against time. We are not on this earth forever. Amen. Even if we are here forever, we cannot do the things we used to do consistently all the time. So we are racing against time. Amen. But when we are non-achieving, when we are non-performing, we just grace ourselves. Life is not a race. But Bible is saying that let us do what? Let us run the race that is set before us. So you might not know that life is not a race, but there is a race that is set before you. There is a race we must run, and we must run successfully to finish strong. Somebody say finish strong. Looking away from all that will distract us. Praise God. And when we come to Matthew chapter number 4, you will know about the distractions of Jesus. To derail him or to dissuade him from running his race and from finishing strong. So we are being admonished to go away from the things that distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus. Now ice is popping up in prayer ice, in worship ice, in the word ice. So there's something we must see. Our spiritual eye must be open that we may see the race that is set before us, that we run and finish strong. Somebody say, finish strong. Focusing our eyes on Jesus. So there is an example there. Amen. 
There is an example of strong finishing there. Let us move from the distractions, looking unto Jesus, the author, the beginner, the perfecter of faith, the first incentive of our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity. For who for the joy, somebody say for the joy, for who for the joy of accomplishing the goal. It is sweet when you finish a goal. There is joy in accomplishing something. No matter how small it is, it gives you the energy. It gives you the energy to go on and to accomplish more. Little successes lead to big successes. Why? It gives you a point of reference. Bible says, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal, the end result, the completion, set before him, endured the cross. You see, to succeed or to, to finish well, it deals with endurance. Amen. So, for the joy of the end goal, how many of us have the end goal in vision? How many of us have the end goal? How you become in sight? You, you, you see it. And how does it make you feel? How does it make you feel or look? How does it uh, encourage you to, to achieve? Amen. But the Bible says, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, to accomplishing the goal, he endured. He did not look at the shame of the cross. Amen. He endured the cross disregarding the shame. Many of us have aborted our dreams, our vision because of embarrassment, because of shame, because this is too beneath me. And we aborted our destiny but Bible said, Jesus, for the joy of even going to Calvary, being hanged on the tree, being reconciling man unto God himself, he disregarded the shame, the embarrassment, the disgrace, and the curse of one who is hanged on the tree. But Bible says, And sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That was the end goal. To be able to sit at the right hand of the Father. Revealing his deity. His authority. And the completion of his work. How joyful. This was the joy that could not derail him from his assignment. This is, is the end goal. And beloved, when we come to Matthew chapter number 4, next week, we will understand why the joy for the end goal, he was able to defeat Satan and even rebuke Peter 
when it came to his assignment. Because there is a joy in completion. When you set yourself a task and you finish it, you, you feel joyful. You feel a, a burden has been lifted off your shoulders. You are happy you, if you are like me. You just want to get yourself some malt and uh, some uh, red tea biscuit and celebrate. Praise God. Amen. Did you receive something for today? Hallelujah. Just talk to God. Bible said, don't you know that he who ran a race ran to win. And to win, you must do your best. Do your best. Now pray to God that from today, you will not fall short of your best. That everything that you do shall be your best. Because the, the, the price is not given to the haphazard. The price is not given to the average person. The price is not given to the one who runs anyhow. But the price is given to the one who runs the best. So you, you, you pray to God, make me the best I can be. Make me the best I can be. Make me your best, Lord. Because then you are guaranteed the price. That you will run your race and you will win your race and you will finish well and you will finish strong. Bible says, Jesus, because of the joy, the joy, sometimes we don't see the joy, but we see the shame. And it prevents us from coming into completion. But Jesus disregarded that. He disregarded that because he knew that that which appeared to be shameful behind the shame was the glory. Behind the embarrassment was sitting at the right hand of the Father. Behind the disgrace was giving an exalted name above every other name. But many of us don't see the behind the scenes. We only see that is a shame. That is a disgrace. That is beneath me. But I pray today that the Lord will make you your best you can ever be. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Finishing well. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Turn to your neighbor and say, I see you finishing well. So maybe in your finishing, you might have fallen, but get up and continue. But you end well. The, the end goal is that that matters. And I see you finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah.